Parshas Lech Lecha Tavshin Pei Dalad. First off, I would just like to mention Hakar Satayv Shachiyanu that we've Baruch Hashem been able to um, complete just about two years worth. We started this format, this <coughs> podcast, um, these recordings about two years ago um, in Parshas Lech Lecha, and Baruch Hashem we've been able to continue, Hashem should give Kaich to continue further, to be able to continue in this format and maybe expand it, Bezer Hashem, um, and to continue to be, you know, whoever has any sort of benefit from, the, from this, even if it's only myself, but for that it's Kedai, um, Amir Tashem. Okay, now, in the parsha, we all know what's going on in the world today, um, and it is of no coincidence that the parsha talks about Yishmael. Um, there's a lot mentioned about Yishmael, his birth, his 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 beginnings, and um, it has very much to do with the situation we find ourselves in. Now, I, I believe this was mentioned before. I, I, I went back to look for it. I, I couldn't find it um, in any previous recordings. Um, but if it hasn't, then it's definitely Kedai to say it. And even if it has, it's still Kedai to, to Chazer, as it definitely does pertain to the current Matzev. The Parsha in Parakhtazayin, in the beginning of Tarzayin, says that before HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mazaka Avram and Sarah with, a, with Yitzchak, he gave Avram a different child, not with Sarah, but with Hagar. And the idea to actually have take Hagar on as a Pilagash was Sarah's own idea. And the Pasuk says that of, of uh, Sarah had a shivcha, the law shivcha mitzvah. She had an Egyptian shivcha, and her name was Hagar. Rashi says, Para bas para hoisa. Let's just read the words of Rashi. Para had a daughter, Hagar. Okay, that's who this was. Kisharon nisim shenasal Sarah. When she wit- when he witnessed the nisim that happened to Sarah, right? Because Para took in Sarah in the beginning of the parsha thinking that he was, uh, she was uh, just a relative of Avram Avinu and not his own wife. Uh, Omar, Mutav, and Yandi got punished for that, whatever, his whole his whole uh, household was punished severely, and he ended up giving Avram Avinu a, a, a tremendous amount of nechassim, which he became extremely wealthy from. So he said, Omar, Mutav, Shetahe, Biti, Shivcha, Bebeizeh, Better, my daughter should be a shivcha by Avram Avinu, because that's the best he could have hoped for. And rather than to be a princess in any other house, which is his own, right? She would have been a princess of Mitzrayim, which was of no small stature. And he sent her to be a shivcha by Avram Avinu, which is an, ex- an incredible amount of foresight from a pari. It's, just, it's astounding to think that, that he went to... to, to he, you know, he was able to get to such an understanding. But in any event, that's what happened. Now, so Biruchem, and then that's Tayra, so he elaborates on it. He said, despite the, the, the Hagar's father being Pare, right, and she was a Bas Melech, 
he's still centered to Avram Avinu, instead of being of someone of significant stature, being a princess in, in, in his palace. Why? Because that's the MS. A shivcha in Avram Avinu's house would have such an incredible amount of shefa toiv, he says, more than any, anyone else would have in any other household, and more than a princess in Bari. Says, let's, he says, let's come and see, look, let's see what, what happened to this hugger, right? right? What, what happened? Was she, what, what was she zeichet to? She came to incredible miles, uh, you know, incredible miles that she attained, incredible, incredible madrigas. She was familiar and very um, in, in, in contact often with malachim. Right? She was very, very familiar with having Malachim come. Right? She had Malachim appear to her several times. <clears throat> Not only that, um, right? She, she had, right, when she was in the Midbaris, right, she, when Avram sent her out, she was wondering. She had Shluchim of the, of the, of the Kaddish Baruch. She had Malachim come appear to her. And Rashi's Medayat is a Rashi somewhere. Rashi says that, that it was, she was definitely that used to seeing Malachim because Menayach saw Malach. And he said, well, we're Zechariah going to pass away, right? Menach, who ended up having Shimshin, right? Menach and, and his wife. And he said, well, we're, if we're going to see, if we saw such a mouth, such an appearance, then we're de- definitely going to, and he was terribly, terif- he was terrified, right? And Hagar was just common practice. I mean, it was commonplace. It was just, okay, she saw Malach, she saw Malachim all the time. By Ramat Mina's house, Malachim were, uh, you know, par for the course. Not only that, Sar herself decided that she was worthy of being a wife to Avram Avinu, and she had a child, right? When Sar, when Avram Avinu was at a significantly advanced age, right? And not only that, she was able to to raise this child, right? And he and and she she had a child with Avram Avinu. She 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 was given things. She got incredible brachas. And what happened? And he says, imagine what what was. You know, what would she have gotten in Pare's house? Uh, definitely none of this, right? Um, nowhere near these kinds of madrigas, nothing. She maybe would have been a princess, but the, the incredible madrigas that she was able to reach in being in, you know, um, contact with Malachim so often, and, you know, her encounters with the, with Avram Avinu and, and with the Shechina, basically, in... in, in you know, in frequency, it's it's astounding, right? And Pari knew this, and that's why Pari said in the beginning, she's better off there. I see what happens with Avram Avinu. This is Avram Avinu. I'm not. She's better off going to Avram Avinu's house. What should she gain here? She has nothing to gain here. She's much better off in Avram Avinu being a shivcha. And we know, right, the Rishayim, what their, their relation to shivcha says, their relation to, forget even their their their. The the neshe uh, of a of a akum is you know what what they're relegated to, and and definitely a shivcha there right, and he says Abiyuchim says something very interesting. He says by us he says this about himself. He says oh, we have a, a shivcha, right? We have a shivcha nachris in the house. We have a right. We have a shivcha nachris, and um, the Abiyuchim says about himself. And he says he says I'm quite sure. That she's, I can tell she's very happy to be here, and from being in any other house and where she would have been, because we know the, the halachas that we have, and you can imagine being in. I mean, if there's anything that's going to compare 
to being in Avram Avinu's house in that generation, the closest thing you're going to have in the in the free de Kedar, in the Deris, in the Deris at the end of Europe, uh, is probably going to be by Rabbeiruchim, right? <laughs> by by the Mashkir Rabbeiruchim, where every single move was calculated, and uh, to Ade and Shir, and it's, his his madrigas were well beyond our comprehension. Uh, the closest we might as well that might as well been have been in, in Avram Avinu's house, right? For us. And, and 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 you know you can imagine, and he says how careful we are to not be matriach them bechinam, and, and right, and what kind of place would they have in any other home? That's what Biruchim says about his own place, his own shifcha, his own house. So he says, why are we being mocked him all this? He says because the pasuk says in pasuk vav v'ta'anesar v'ta'anesar she. She bothered her. She, you know, what does that mean? Sorry, what does it mean? Sorry, bothered her. What does it mean? She tortured her. What does Rashi say? She made her work, you know, harder, hard than you know. There was hardships that she had to endure while working under Sorry. Sorry made her didn't make it easy for her. She so says, Rambam says, Khalila that we should think that these that these words are are kipshutam. Now even what Rashi says, right? Because he's not talking about. Our concept of of mishabed babakoshi. It's a concept of mishabed babakoshi that's relative to sorry, main and something that we would have looked at as, as probably something that we would have looked at as, as other. But what do you mean? So we're doing a mitzvah by you know by asking her to do that work. You know what do you mean? That's that's uh, that's what she should be doing. It's it, it's it's even a chesed that she's doing that right and. And but for the ter- for the ter- for the Ben Shalom, that was a hakpada, that was a hakpada, that the Torah even went ahead and Rashi even went ahead to say that's mishabedas babakoshi, which is well beyond our hasaga of 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 ben we, we wouldn't even have it. We can't even fathom how how minute of a of a level of of shiba that would be. It's totally beyond our comprehension. With that being said, pasuk says right. We know. I mean, we know right. There's a lav in the Torah, kol alman v'yosem leisanon, he says, right? Rashi says, what did l'chol adam? It's not, not, it's not just alman v'yosem. It's everyone is leisanon, right? Like you're not allowed to chop anyone. And he says, we, we spoke about this, he says, in the Mechilta there, it's Machlech Rabbi Shmuel, an unbelievable episode that happens, brought in the Mechilta, Rabbi Shmuel told Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon, who was very concerned when he was taken as part of the Asari Ruga Malchus, and he was very concerned about what he was being killed for. What was his oynish? He was trying to think. He couldn't figure it out. And Rabbi Shmuel said, maybe someone came to Din, or maybe maybe came someone came to you for a Din Taira, or maybe, or, or he came to ask your Shaila, and maybe you told him, okay, just give me a minute. I just have to finish drinking something. I'm just, he just had a coffee, just finishing taking, you know, eating something, having some breakfast, having, you know, who vervez was. And the Torah says, "Im right? Then if you shepherd these people, you're going to end up getting you're going to end up suffering, right? And Rabbi Shimon responded, "Oh, Rabbi, oh, okay." Now you have to understand. I mean, we're talking about this is this is unbelievable, right? We're talking about someone came to Din, someone came to see Rabbi Shimon, and he didn't make himself available that minute, or he he he. He, you know, maybe made the person wait a little bit while he finished drinking, right? Imagine, he has a, he still has a fire, someone comes to, 
Adam Chashiv for Taska Shaila, and and he says this Adam Chashiv says, oh, Asher, just uh, just give me one minute, you know, he just he just has to finish drinking some coffee. Pasha, Pasha didn't have a drink in the morning, right? Well, Pasha is you know it was you know just didn't didn't even eat anything until who knows what time into the late into the day, just finishing eating. Just if you could wait outside for a minute, and then you know he'll be with you, and that's already. That's already a siba that Reb Shimon could completely understand would be a reason for his misa mishuna as being part of the asar yuga it's, it's 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 mind blowing, and for that yeah that's understood okay Rabbi Shmuel that's what you say it makes sense then then that's then you nichamtani he understands why he's getting Rachman such a misa mishuna from this it, it, it's it's mind boggling. Now that's called an inui, that's called inui. Even a small, larger, more inui, a larger, a greater uh, suffering or torturing, so to speak, or even a small thing, a discomfort, inconvenience you're causing, and that's unbelievable. The the measurement, the 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 you know the the, the din that exists, especially with with this benam lachaveir with with inui, it's it's. It's it's frightening, beyond frightening. Now, it says this is what the Torah calls an inui, right? So if Saras Emenus is answers Hagershiv Chasa, then we can already imagine what type of inui it was, right? If Reb Shimon, the Tana was totally tzefridin, and was well accepting at least of the fact that it, something like that could have caused such an einish, then we can't even imagine. You can't even begin to begin to imagine what. Would be considered an inui that Sara Imeno caused hugger. So that's what we're talking about, which is again, like we said, it's it's completely beyond our comprehension. Now, the Ramban even adds something here, which is also incredible. The Ramban says it's just a lashon of his. He says, and we'll just say the lashon that the Rebbeim brings down. Chata Imeno, our mother Sara, sinned. Be'inui hazeh, with this, inui, this, uh, inui, I mean, inui means torturing, but it's, it's a little harsh, a harsh of a word here, but this, um, in Yiddish we say, the pining, this suffering that she, ca- she caused, v'gam Avram, and Avram is also uh, considered a perpetrator of this, b'hanichoi lasiskein, is he allowed for this to happen, for Sarah to do that, v'shama Hashem el onyo, Hashem heard, her suffering, her outcry of her suffering, meaning Hagar's, and therefore he gave her, he gave Hagar, Hashem gave Hagar, a para Adam, she was zeichet to, yeah, she was zeichet to this para Adam, which whatever touch you want to give to para Adam, either is a, you know, a Vilda mensch or someone who's not even a mensch, who's first a pair, then an Adam, whatever, whatever taich, whatever translation, whatever pshat you want to give to the meaning of pair Adam, that's who Yishmol is, right? That's who he gave to her. That's who. That's what Hashem rewarded Hagar with. La'anois zera Avram to, to um, cause suffering to the zera Avram v'sara with all types of inui. That's the Ramban. Now, Rabbi Rucham says, Ramban beruach kachay, rakhu yachaloymer drash kazeh, bechate imenu. Right, those are the words of Rabbi Rucham. 
he says, only, well, at least whoever wrote this, he said, only the Ramban, who in his Ruch HaKadosh, is able to say something like this, that Sari Men was Chayta, right? And it's an, absolutely astounding, he says. And it's so incredible, the Mishpat Shamayim, how great it is for an Inui like this, which we wouldn't even notice it, right? We'd absolutely not even notice it. And we have no concept of how it can be considered an Inui, right? But the Torah does, and Hashem does. And it's something that if we did it, it, w- it wouldn't even be a blip on this radar. It wouldn't even be... I mean, even Shemaim wouldn't consider it. It wouldn't be a chet at all. But we're talking about such unbelievable people like Avram and Sarah that it was. And Shtal Zachfar, he said, this is so many thousands of years that we're suffering and we're tortured and we're, you know... Um, yeah, you know who can who can even we can't even describe right what we've been through, from the tzatzai oisei para adam he says. And this is how he fears us. And we'll end off with his words, that are written, here ukafi hamuva b'sayra kadosh, and as it's written in the zayar, hine hachesben haachrein lefnebias mishiach tzedkeno, ye im zera yishmal. The last chesben, right. We have a bunch of boxes to check off before Mashiach comes. Now, I've been Gedalim that have said that we've checked them all off already, and there's just some things that we have to be misakin. But one of the last boxes that we have to check off is with this, some sort of climax, some sort of um, head-on collision with Zer Yishmo. He says, Yira Hashem be'einenu anu, but Yenu Anu, Hilberisham should see our suffering. He should see, sorry, he should see with his eyes. The Yashiv and see our suffering. The Yashiv Lehem Shavasayim El Palam. Yashem, but Yenu Anu, he should see with his eyes, he should see our suffering. The Yashiv Lehem Shavasayim El Palam. He should pay them back many times over. The Isanu Yigal Mehera Laman Shemayiz Barach. Amen, Kane Yihirotzen. And us, he should redeem. B'meheira, l'man shemayiz barach, amen keni hiratzen.